بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين محمد رسول الله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا حمد الله دو أبراهيم سيستس on the subject of عمر المعروف أنهي المنكر let me tell you a story true story happened to me and the story is probably more than 50 years old 5-0 I went to Nampali market, which is a market in Hyderabad, to buy chickens. So, they hand slaughtered it right there in front of you and then they clean it and they give it to you. So, I went there. Now, as I, this, this, this market is, it's, it's one of the old markets of Hyderabad. It's uh, uh, built around a square. So, there's a whole series of shops and it's a rectangle. And in the middle of the rectangle, it's uh, open ground. The purpose of the open ground is, you know, for people to may- maybe some of the stock that spills over from the shop or when they receive stock, they keep it there. And then, and then the idea is to sort of, you know, shopkeepers can see each other, talk to each other across the, across the courtyard. Beautiful building. But as I entered that enclosure, as I entered that courtyard, I smelt decomposing flesh. It was stinking. I mean, believe me, as I am speaking to you, I can practically smell it now, 50 years later. It was the most repulsive, the most miserable, horrible smell that you can imagine. I gagged. I almost vomited. And... um, It completely floored me. And frankly, if I had an if I had, had a an alternative to go, I would have gone. But I had cycled to that place some you know, my house was far away from there, I cycled there and I didn't want to leave and go. So I went in, I bought my chicken and so on. But what I noticed was obviously my first thought was why does this thing smell so bad? There's a smell of the chickens. I mean, these people, they never clean the place. So the chickens are in cages and they defecate. And so they, there's, there's, there's a uh, you know pile of uh, chicken guano, chicken droppings there which stink and the chickens stink. Uh, but the real stink was coming from these people. They When they slaughter the chickens, they take out the entrails and they throw them. Um, they literally throw them just as far as their arms can throw them. So it lands more or less in the center of this courtyard. Now, it just stays there. Uh, There are a couple of stray dogs. Sometimes the dogs come and eat something. But otherwise, it stays there and it rots and it stinks. And literally, when I first saw that pile, it was black. And I thought maybe it's covered with something. And then a stray dog went there and this black cover flew up like a cloud and I realized it was flies. So there were zillions of flies on this on this decomposing offal uh, in the middle of this courtyard. Now the reason I'm describing all this to you in such detail is because, uh, you know, not, not that I like to do it, but to, to explain a point. Now, what I noticed was that here I was gagging and wanting to vomit and whatnot, but I found that the shopkeepers, the chicken sellers, 
they were absolutely perfectly happy. They were sitting there in their chairs and lolling back against the wall and they were drinking tea and they were chatting with each other and joking and laughing and so on. A nice, beautiful, gay atmosphere, a happy atmosphere uh, around this rotting mass of chicken entrails. Now to this day, I can remember that, I can see that, I can smell that. And believe me, that thing taught me one of the greatest lessons of my life. And that lesson was that no matter what it is, if you ignore it, if you accept it, it becomes a part of your life. And it is something that you will lose all sensitivity to. The same thing happens with butchers. You go to a butcher shop, they are slaughtering sheep and goats. There is no mercy whatsoever. You go to another example. My father was a surgeon, Allah bless him and grant him Janadar for those. And sometimes I used to go into his uh, theatre to uh, watch him uh, do his operations. And one of the things I noticed there was the nurses. So here was this nurses, uh, small little girls, not, not little girls as in young age, but you know, they were petite and uh, small built, lightly built, handing um, the you know, scalpels and, 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 and forceps and whatnot uh, to my father and to the surgeons. Perfectly, absolutely at home in that, in that atmosphere. And I remember the first time I went into the operating theatre and when they made the first incision and the blood came out, I almost fainted. I, I kept myself upright with, with a great deal of effort. But this girl, this nurse, nothing happens to her. And that is the whole point. The whole point is that you get used to it. Nothing happens to you. Now the reason I'm saying all of this here is because this is what has happened to us with respect to sin. We have seen it so much. We are so much in the company of people who commit sin, people who have absolutely no regard for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala or for Islam or for his Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa And unfortunately, I have to say that this is true of both Muslims and non-Muslims. The non-Muslims at least have an excuse to say that they, that they don't even believe in these things. But for the Muslims, what's the excuse? The key thing also to understand, even as far as the non-Muslims are concerned, is that what Islam prohibits is things which are, are evil for everyone, irrespective of belief. Islam does not prohibit anything which is intrinsically good. Whatever Islam prohibits is intrinsically evil, intrinsically bad, intrinsically it is something which is, which is nasty. Here in this in Middlebury, one of the uh, Muslim uh, women, uh, she asked me, she said uh, she is Arab. Um, she asked me, she said, uh, why is pork prohibited? So I said, the, the simple answer to why is because Allah said so. That's it. Uh, and that is the correct answer. Uh, it's not because of you know health reasons and this and that, because pigs eat dirt things. You might, you might argue back and say, well, my pigs only eat almonds and, and walnuts. But uh, the point is that uh, because Allah said so. But then I told her, I said, this is something which is prohibited in every religion. It is prohibited in Judaism, it's prohibited in Christianity, it's prohibited in, in, in Hinduism, it's prohibited in every religion. Pork is not something which is 
permitted in any religion. But people have chosen to ignore it. She said, yes, I, that I realized. I said, that's, that's the whole point. The whole point is that we choose to ignore sin. We choose to, Islam prohibits everything which is intrinsically evil. Islam does not prohibit anything which is intrinsically good. So if, we, if something is intrinsically evil and we practice it, we get used to it. And that does not mean that it will not affect us. Take, for example, in this country, for example, marijuana. Recreational use of marijuana has been legalized. Now, I, I really get a big laugh uh, thinking about all those poor uh, hippies of the 60s and 70s who got jailed, who got, uh, you know, for carrying a little bit of marijuana. They were, they were put in prison for, you know, a number of years. Uh, they were doing exactly that. They were having pot parties. And what's a pot party? It's a recreational use of marijuana. So now you go and legalize it. So what about, what about all those people who suffered? Now their suffering is, was it legal? Now they argue, the, 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 uh, the attorneys argue, they say, oh, in those days it was illegal and so they were breaking a law. But my point is, not whether, I'm not talking about the legality of the, the point of the law to say that, that, that they were breaking a law then, I agree. But my point is that what kind of a law is it that one day it is good and the next day the same thing is evil? And or vice versa. Now this does not happen with divine laws, with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows the nature of the thing and he knows the future and the past. For him there's no future, there's no past. So therefore, time is his creation. So therefore, when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allows something, intrinsically it is good, and if we prohibit something, intrinsically it is evil. And therefore we need to leave it. Now, the reason I'm saying this is because if you stay with it long enough, you get used to the stink. You get used to it, you get used to the sin, and that's what's happened to us today. We've got used to it, we have, we have accepted it. Uh, even though we may not be doing it, it doesn't matter because we are living in that atmosphere. So even if you are not one of the chicken sellers, if you sit in that place long enough, then you come out of there, you are going to smell of that, of that, of that stink. And we have the Hadith of Sallam. He said that, which, which recommends being in the company of good people. He said, be in the company of good people because that's like sitting in a shop which is selling perfume. Even if you don't buy the perfume, even if you don't apply the perfume, when you come out of that shop, you're going to come out smelling good. And while you are in the shop, you're going to be smelling only beautiful uh, perfumes and beautiful smells. And vice versa, if you are in the sitting in a blacksmith's uh, foundry uh, and you know he's hammering the iron and there's uh, coal everywhere and there's smoke and there's uh, fire going, uh, he said that uh, Nabi Sallallahu said that you don't have you don't have to take that stuff and put it on yourself. It falls. You will have embers which will fall on your clothes. They'll burn your clothes. And when you come out of there, you're going to be smelling of smoke and you're going to be smelling of sweat and so on. So company is a huge, 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 uh, hugely important thing for us to think about, both for ourselves as well as for our children. Keep good company because that is what will ensure that goodness spreads. And avoid actively avoid. I keep saying this all the time. It's a fair, it's a, it's a verb. Actively avoid uh, evil. Because if you do not actively avoid evil, evil will swallow you. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to help us and to be with us and to protect us. And to be, and to be pleased with us and never to be displeased.